News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, congestion charges, higher parking, uh, car parking fees to pedestrianations of urban centres, cheaper public transport, fuel price increases will all be considered as part of a major new car reduction strategy. The uh, Transport Minister, Eamon Ryan, is to bring a memo to Cabinet uh, tomorrow. Nothing's going to happen straight away. It's a year-long process uh, to consider all this. We're joined to discuss it by Brian Ledden, Green Party spokesperson for Transport, Climate Action and Environment, and by Independent TD Michael Healy Ray. Uh, Brian Ledden, are you broadly in favour of what's being proposed here? Uh, good morning, Shane. Um, well, nothing's been proposed just yet. There's been some modelling done uh, which looks at uh, different uh, different scenarios, scenarios and parameters. So uh, it's all part of the process of figuring out how we're going to reduce transport emissions by 50% in a really quite a short time frame by 2030. Um, so, uh, I, as I understand it, there's um, a memo going to Cabinet tomorrow, which is basically just going to kick off a process of study uh, to to look at uh, what what can be done. Okay, uh, M- Michael Heere, are, are you uh, reassured by that, or are you concerned? Well, no, I'm absolutely not, because this is coming at a time when families are struggling to pay their ESB bills. Transport costs are gone through the roof. And we see now discussions on increasing car parking charges by hundreds of percent, putting up to maybe a 10 euro daily charge for driving into cities. Um, Yes, of course, the positive side would be having the public transport fares, but that's not much good to you if you're living in rural Ireland. And if you're living along the West Coast or in South Kerry, for example, telling people we'll reduce the charges of public transport isn't going to do much for you if the cost of fuel is going up. As you know already this summer, the tax rebate that was taken off of fuel is going back on. So it's ridiculous at this time in life to be saying to struggling families, well, we're going to try to tax you out of your motor car. It is not a criminal offence to need or to want or to have to have a car to service you and your household and your family. Okay. And what this government is nearly proposing now is that we're going to make it nearly a criminal act to want to drive your own car. We can't all get up on a bicycle and cycle around where we want to go or walk to where we want to go. Brian Ledden? I, I think that's a, a bit hyperbolic, to be fair. Um, there's an awful lot that we can do uh, to change our society from one, one that's very car dependent to one that isn't and that's uh, in our towns and our cities but also in rural Ireland as well uh, and I think you've covered it on the show already uh, the huge investments that have been made in transport in rural Ireland and just last week the, um, the 67 new bus routes I think it was uh, were announced so for rural Ireland so this is all really positive and actually I spend a lot of time in Michael's own constituency and I know it quite intimately and I've used local link around Kerry uh, most recently to go from Waterville up to uh, to the Red Sox Inn, which I'm sure uh, Michael will know very well, uh, there between Kilorglin and Glenbay. Uh, and this is a solution for rural Ireland that you know is being rolled out and, and does actually work. So there's loads of things we can do uh, and will do to okay. change how we get Michael Healy-Ray, you're engaging in hyperbole. 
Well, you see, usually when a person wants to put up their own argument, they try to put down somebody else's. And maybe by being insulting or trying to make... Well, now, to be fair, you accused, the go- you accused the government of criminalising uh, car usage. So you, you weren't behind not, the door when it came to no, throwing insults yourself. No, no, no. Well, you see, that's not trying to make little of a person's argument. That's stating fa- facts. Well, you might well, not be aware of that. stating a fact, but anyway, go on. Right. But, OK, well, let me give you an example of how ridiculous sometimes the agenda that Brian is pursuing is. And, of course, everybody hates being reminded of this. But the other day, for example, a boat came into, a ship came into Phoenix, and uh, thousands of Arctic lorries of a biomass fuel had to be transported up to Offaly. If we were allowed to continue burning turf, that biomass fuel wouldn't have had to be transported across the country. If you look at the carbon footprint of the briquettes that are being brought from Germany to be sold here because we've stopped producing our own briquettes, you see... Sometimes when you I pursue, thought we were talking about transport. Yes, we are, because it's the same argument. It's the people that on your side of this argument, and it shouldn't be that way, because I'm as interested in the environment as anybody, but I want to mind and protect the environment in a sensible way. And telling a family who might need their car to go to work that they have to get out of the car and use imaginary transport that doesn't exist. Because if you are getting up in a rural area, you, it just is impossible to think that public transport is going to be there at the drop of a finger. Uh, I mean, the, okay, the let, let Brian come back no, in No, no, just let me finish this point. Very the quickly. link service yep. that you discussed, was it excellent? Of course, I know that service. I know the bus driver, Tom O'Shea, that drove you that day. The, the best driver, the best service. But you can't have that everywhere. Okay, Brian? Well, actually, well... Are you, you driving know, people uh, out of cars? Is that, is that what you're looking to do? Other countries right across Europe are, are pursuing what's called an every village, every hour bus service. So, like, it, you know, we're we're just doing what other countries are doing and we can and we should do it. But if if Michael uh, agrees that, uh, that, you know, that, that we have to reduce our emissions... Uh, by 50% by 2030. How does he propose that we'll do it? I'd like to hear that because it's one thing... Yeah, addressed you haven't once mentioned climate change in, uh, in everything I, you've said. I, I want to answer that because th- that's a very, very good point and I appreciate being asked that question. Do I agree or do I think that it's right that we would have our transport emissions in that shorter period? I actually don't. And it's not that I don't agree with trying to protect the environment going into the future. It's that I believe the target that is being set is is unmanageable. It's not achievable. And I would question this. And I would ask the people of Ireland to judge this. Today, over in Germany, they're opening up coal mines that were closed. There was a village taken over because they needed to evacuate the people because they wanted to use that village for the mouth of a new coal mine. Oh, if you yeah, look but this is because of the war in Ukraine, Michael. This is because of the war in Ukraine. Russia has toppled back I, the gas to I, Germany, so I, it's in a very tight situation. So, but I'd I'd really like transport now or, or, or No, no, I'd really like to, to be left finished. Okay, let, let Michael yeah, finish his point. Let Michael finish his point, Brian. Right. But my point is 
that, yes, we have to do our part, we have to try, but there are so many other things that the Greens are saying nothing about because they just don't seem interested. For example, why is it inside in every shop in Ireland today that there is milk being brought into the shops in plastic containers and there is so much plastic wrapping? All right. Because there's nobody... nobody okay, well, that would be a really meaningful thing. Okay, okay. okay. Let, but, there's, gentlemen, but there's we, no we, hope in the world we, of getting... We, we, I don't think Michael like actually supported the... the, the <laughs> I don't. We're moving well away from transport here, but yeah. on the, the plastic waste, uh, we we've just passed the Circular Economy Act, which is all about reducing plastic okay, waste. Okay, all right. Listen, Michael's we're we're not getting into that. Michael, just before I let you go, um, just a report today in the Irish Times that the illegal extraction of peace is continuing from raised bogs uh, in Ireland, located in special areas of conser- uh, conservation. That's despite the ban introduced in 2011. You're, you do you condemn that um, illegal extraction of of peace? I condemn the department that promised people a compensation package, which they're not delivering to people, families who traditionally cut turf. Who people were compensated. The... No, 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 no. If you let me finish the point again. There are people today who are entitled to and who applied for compensation and who have yet to receive it. So the state aren't keeping their side of the bargain. And, of course, as a legislator, I would never encourage or want to see anybody breaking a rule or breaking a law. But if a thing does not make sense, and if the government aren't keeping their side of an agreement or a bargain, isn't it very hard? Why aren't the, the state being taken to court to pay okay. the people? Can I, can, I just quote, can I just quote what the official said? People who were compensated after restrictions were, uh, were introduced continue to extract peace and turf. So they are breaking well, the law. Uh, well, all I can tell you is there are people out there today that the state should have paid. They're farmers. They're okay. people who traditionally cut turf and they didn't get their money yet because, like a lot of other people, they're waiting for the state. But if you owe the state something, you'd be supposed to give it to them. But if the state owe you, oh, that's all right, you can wait. Right. Independent TD, Michael Heady Ray, Green Percy uh, spokesperson for transport, Brian Ledden. Uh, thanks to both of you for talking to in- uh, News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.